Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On this episode, we make a very big announcement. We talk about diversity. And we find out what made Bob the Drag Queen say this. I'm gonna argue with you because this nigga is a toxic bitch. And we find out what made Monet say this, baby. I'll split, but bitch, my pussy ain't touching the floor, okay? My pussy will be a full five feet off the floor. Is my hat too big? Girl, you're wearing an umbrella on your head. You look ridiculous. But it's kind of a moment, though. Honestly, it's kind of a moment. Like, well, this... I will say on infant, like if if I saw you wearing this hat, like in like a thing, I would think that you were a smaller human being because that hat is so massive. So it works in that way. But listen, everyone watching right now, honestly, tell me this look isn't a serve for like a specific thing, not for your everyday life. First of all, and what are you, are you going to be walking everywhere like that? Yeah, everywhere I go, bitch. <laughs> You like my earrings? Oh, are you? Are those the ones I gave you? They're Versace. Um, <laughs> I was like, Kennedy got me this hat because I, I, I like to wear hats when we're here. And in general, you know, like, I like a big wide brim hat. Um, and then I was like, Kennedy, let's get a big one. And Kennedy found this, <laughs> this massive hat. It is this big. Y'all, I'm not tiny. This hat is fucking huge. But it makes you look tiny. Bitch, I did a thing with someone the other day, and this celebrity is, like, of large stature, like, taller than me. And so it made, so we did a thing Just together, say and I look, <laughs> I look so, I look normal-sized, like, watching the footage back. I was like, oh, my God, I look, like, normal-sized. I don't look like a giant drag queen bitch monster. <laughs> well, if you, will, if you would like to feel the opposite of that, film something with Shangela. Me and Eureka look like lesbian moms taking our small child around the world. She is, it looks ridiculous. Okay, let's talk real quick. Just so y'all know, Monet and I have overcome a lot of trials and tribulations to bring you this episode today. I mean, first of all, I log on to the, so we use this app called Riverside, okay? Riverside is an app. It downloads your audio and your video to your computer, and then it uploads it to the cloud so that you can have high-quality video. So if you all know this, during, right. the, during quarantine, our videos have gotten a little better, except one. Well, we got we got one angry letter that Jacob should put on the screen that we could read. Oh, bitch. Did you read bitch, it? We, and this, this week, we got a week. I, Vince, from the episode when your thing dropped out of 20 minutes, girl, he was mad. I was like, 
okay, mistake. He was like, he was like, I've been waiting for two months expecting that this would get better. And I was like, oh my God. Jacob, can you screen share it? We, we will highlight this person. Uh, oh, you think he's, oh, well, I think he deleted it because they were dragging him on the Patreon. They were like, Mama. Oh, were they really? Yeah, they, they were in there being like, Miss Thing, not this. This is not the look, honey. This is yes, not the look. Yes, I love our patrons. Yeah, he was, I, I read it the other day. I was like, he was like, I've been here for two months, and I, I you know what? I, I waited to post this because I, I thought that y'all niggas would improve, but it hasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I said, it's the Karen energy for me. I always <laughs> like to say that there are lots of people over on our Patreon talking about how we are turning it and popping and slopping. I'm forever yeah. popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. Got to argue with him because this nigga was a toxic bitch. <laughs> it was. Hold on, hold on. Can I do it? You ready? That's all I, I know. Said, That's all I know. Bad busting, not the Bitly Band Tega. Ooh, ooh. A baka baka ba. If it's uh, then it's uh. A bookie bookie boo. Ba 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 ba. If it's up, then it's weed. Dennis, if it's Dennis, then it's rah rah rah. Up, then it's up. If it's if it's up, then it's and it's up. Bob, you just you just jumping up and down. You just jumping up and down. All I just see is. <laughs> well, bitch, I tried harder than you, honey. It, it was up. I will That's say, why it was up. When did you decide that you were just a full on witch? You were like, I am just gonna live my life as a witch. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Have you heard the um Agatha All Along up mashup? Yes, girl. I've been listening. You first of all, I heard them and you also will send them to me 14 times a day. Like Monet, you need to listen to this. Okay, it's because y'all know Bob the Drag Queen stay late to a train, okay? I showed up, I waited to um to one of the visions was all done. And then I was like, I'll watch it now because I like to purge or binge. Purge. Binge. Uh-huh. Did you binge. did you did you did you enjoy it? Yeah, I have one episode left. I've not finished the last episode. Okay. But girl, let me tell you right now, the only thing I want to hear in my life at this current juncture is some rendition of Agatha all along. If it's not some version some remix of Agatha all along. I'm not. I'm not interested. I don't. I lit. I genuinely don't want to hear it. Girl, this. This is. This is fire. Hey. Uh, uh, uh. What's the move, Monet? I just am obsessed. All right. I was trying, I was trying oh, to do the, uh, the get into the money dance. So um, I wore this dress to get my vaccine today. This is no secret that Bob wears dresses in her day-to-day life. But I wore this dress, but I shop in the women's section sometimes. So the sleeves are really tight. This is probably supposed to be full length. It's a, it's a, it's a three-quarter, okay? I uh-huh. can't get my sleeve up, Monet. Bitch, I oh. sat down to get my shot. So I was sit, I was looking at her and I was like... And she's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, girl, I had to fucking pull my sleeve in, hike my dress up. I was in the corner, com- like my whole body exposed. I well, was like, girl. Bob, you're going to get a shot. You know you're supposed to wear When I go get a shot, I wear something sleeveless or like a sweater, a hoodie so I can. Oh, them. well, you know, when I, I don't have as many vaccines as you. OK, I don't get shots every three weeks. OK, <laughs> so excuse me for not being as prepared as Mo. 
You 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 making it sound like I'm a fucking rabid dog. Damn. <laughs> do you do you remember when when Dolly Parton got the vaccine? She wore that little keyhole in her um sleeve. No, I didn't see that. You know those dresses where just your shoulders exposed? Dolly yeah, Parton wore yeah. that. Dolly, Part- Dolly Parton said, I'm not rolling shit up. I'm not pulling shit down. Cut cut a sleeve, cut a hole in this motherfucker right now. Yeah. We, we were like, where do people wear like where do people wear these dresses to? What's the point of these dresses? And now we know the answer. When you go get your vaccine, uh, Dolly Parton was like, and here and here's the perfect use. Before the podcast, Bob came up with this brilliantly amazing illegal idea that we will not be able to, uh, that we will be oh. taken care of. But it is such a great fucking idea, and y'all are gonna gag when it comes out. It might be the best episode of Something Right. Oh, by the way, we do want to <laughs> announce this. Someone called us out in our on Reddit, and thank you so much because I did forget. Monet and I swore. <laughs> that at 10,000, they said Monet and Bob said they would drop a big announcement at 10,000 patrons, and we sitting here at 14,000, like, what's good? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we can announce it now. There, by the way, this is, not, this is not an official announcement saying that this is like 100, but worse, it is in the works. So can I announce it, Monet? Well, there are like two things. Which one are you going to do? I don't know if you're going to do the right one. Well, I mean, we have we have the power. What's happening is um, Monet and I said that once we reach 10,000 patrons, we'll be at a point oh, yeah. where we want to try to work on something. So Monet and I have officially begun the works to do the sibling rivalry movie. Um, so Monet and I will be doing the official. We are officially trying to get where we're talking to writers <laughs> and we are officially working on the sibling rivalry movie. Um, we Girl. do not know when it's coming. We don't know if it's coming tomorrow, next week, or next year. But we tomorrow. do know that that motherfucker is coming. Yes, and we're very excited. And I mean, bitch, we're going in on this motherfucking film. It's going to be very uh, in the Eddie Murphy genre of things where Bob and I are playing multiple characters. It's going to be lit. It's going to be the best movie of 20 whenever. Oh, oh wow. That is quite wow. That is quite <laughs> That's like when I say I will perform at the Grammys. That I don't know that Can I just say so you are such a fucking bitch. Stop coming. Stop, stop coming to my social media. You bitch, you're not invited. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna block your ass on Twitter again. I, I did it last year, and I'll do it again. That shit was so. The way you said it, it, it wasn't like. I think if you would have tweeted one day. I'm gonna perform at the Grammys. You were like, I will perform at the Grammys. I was like, Who you're is she saying all that. I, I did not do that. No, I said I will perform at the ga- at the Grammys. Oh, I will a, perform. I oh. will perform the fucking Grammys. You you pointed two fingers. You said I will perform at the Grammys. <laughs> Bet did you watch the Grammys? Until, I saw. I I saw did, that you did. A, nah. You 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 did a little stereo live with your little sneaky boyfriend about the Grammys, and you didn't include me. <laughs> now, by the way, Ezra um, found something that said. Monet's uh, Bob's little crunchy boyfriend, <laughs> it, but they, but Ezra didn't know what it meant when you were like your little crunchy boyfriend, and he was like, and Ezra was like, why is Monet calling me your little crunchy boyfriend? I was like, well, actually, she's talking about Jacob, and also it's a, it's a it's 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 a term of endearment. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You you were saying that. I didn't say that. It's a term of endearment. Tell Jacob it's a term of endearment right now. Say it right now. We have Jacob on the line. Caller, do you want to tell? Do you have any accusations about one? Anyway, um, but I also okay. I, me and Jacob were, t- were watching. Did you know about this thing? Because people were making fun of 
Um, I will say they were not great. The The move wasn't great. So Megan Thee Stallion's dancers did these things. They were on the stairs and they jumped over each other and landed in like a jazz split or a James Brown split. or what you call it. Girl, and Megan Thee Stallion was two beats late and then her foot didn't even touch the floor. Her split. I said, not Megan with this crunchy ass choreo. No, what I was saying was there was actually a reference to the Nicholas Brothers who uh, who used to do these amazing uh, tap routines. And their big finale was they would go up these big stairs, like MGM-style staircase. They go all the way to the top, and they just jump over each other one by one doing these crazy, like, splits. But these girls were, like, they were, like, walking down slowly and doing the splits, and then, like, walking past <laughs> each other and doing the splits. But... Uh, I showed Jacob the the source material, shall we say? And honestly, I haven't watched it in a long time. It is so gaggy, like it is so gaggy. I will um, say, and again, I love Megan Thee Stallion. She's literally she has turned it this past year, turned it and burned it. Watching her choreo, like her choreo started strong, that it just got a little crunchy. Like you could tell, yeah. all of them were supposed to hold their leg at the same time, then drop into the split. And Megan came in two beats later, then she came down to the split, and she was like, "Oh, this is too low," and then she was like, kind of like, oh, "She she did." I'm on the exchange with I'll split, but bitch, my pussy ain't touching the floor. Okay, my pussy <laughs> will be a full five feet off the floor. <laughs> Girl, so all I'm saying is, if y'all want to check out, go check out the Nicholas Brothers. They did the, they they. I don't know if they originated. But I know they're the, some of the first two. They do these crazy moves. What only I was gagged at was Megan's incredibly modest heel. That heel, I know, was as modest as they come, girl. That heel was like. But to be fair, in, though, in, Cardi in, in, B in the is... body in, in the body video, she is in monster. Oh, is she? Like, okay, shoes. okay, okay. Well, yeah, she's switching say, over. She has two. And one scene, she's wearing sneakers, and the other one, she's wearing the monsters. I'm about to say, because Cardi, like, is Cardi's always, like, posting her looks, and you, like, like, Megan doesn't really, like, post, like, looks like Cardi does. Like, Cardi is always posting a fierce look and a fierce heel, blah, blah, blah. Megan is more, is more like, selfies and, she, like, posting her twerking and stuff like that. Um, uh, Lizzo had a tiny little scooty, too. Do you know, do you know who stoned Lizzo's shoes? Disco Daddy did it. Shout out to Disco Daddy. Who Disco Daddy? Vincent, Violet's uh, assistant boyfriend guy. Oh, Vincent. Vincent. His, his name is Disco Daddy? Yeah, girl, look at his Instagram. He has a, he has an Instagram, Disco Daddy. He stones oh. stuff all the time for like a lot of people. He's great. I love Vincent. Does he's he so still hot. dance? What is big old booty? Yes, Does he, he still dance? Yes, and then them thick ass legs and that cute face. Ooh, I want to lick it. I'm forever popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. Gotta argue with him because a nigga loves a toxic big Agatha all along. I cannot get this out of my head. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Like, when she, when, when that bitch, I'm, I'm so late. Everyone's like, bitch, we've been done. Bitch. When she Girl. Goes, and I killed Sparky too. I was like, this is, this is just, I was kind of upset though because, spoiler alert, in the next episode, she wasn't even that mean. I was like, bitch, not you doing all this being like it was Agatha all along and I killed Sparky and she was like, just remember. Remember. Well, I was like, that's bitch. Because, well, that's because in the comics, Agatha is, Agatha teaches, uh, she is like, she is. Uh, well, well Monet, don't like, say anything wrong about Marvel because you know, these, <laughs> if you, if you utter. I, I one time <laughs> accidentally said uh, uh, Magneto wasn't an X-Man and I'm canceled in the Marvel sphere. So be, choose your next words very wisely, Monet. <laughs> as far as I know, Agatha isn't always, uh, she's not like Scarlet's sworn enemy. I feel like she, 
if I, if 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 I may be mistaken, y'all, but I'm pretty sure like Agatha like is like her like teaches her like how to do magic and stuff. So I think they're playing with that in the in 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 the in the Marvel multiverse in, in the Marvel cinematic universe. But yeah, it was really good. We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more after the break. Imagine if your your cat started riffing like that. If you're a cat like me, I have news that is gonna rock your world, honey. Pretty Litter is here to stay. Pretty Litter is unlike any cat litter I've ever seen. It's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and lasts up to a month. It's so much better than conventional litter. My apartment smells fresh and honey, I scoop way much less. Plus, Pretty Litter is safer for your cat and for the whole household. Many conventional litters contain irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's super light crystal base minimizes mess and dust. Less dust, no fuss. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small lightweight bag. Shipping is free, and I never have to worry about storing bulky litter containers. No more lugging heavy bags on the train, through Midtown, under the bridge, pay the toll, Tina Burner. You know, it's just all that is cut out, and I love it. But here's why Pretty Litter is my all-time favorite. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illnesses, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Because y'all know, cats will pretend like ain't nothing wrong until it's too wrong. You know what I mean? And we can have that. Your cat deserves the best. Your cat deserves the world's smartest kitty litter. Do what I did and make the switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. Prettylitter.com, promo code what? RIVALRY. Mm-hmm. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Dang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Dang, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus talk show for free. Do you think that the cast of... Um, of All Stars 4? Of WandaVision, which by the way... <laughs> I think I was six episodes in and I said, Wanda and Vision. Duh, what is wrong with you? I think okay, I think since you since you've been living in LA, I think that sun been hitting your bald ass head too much. You're getting a little before Bobby's to be quick and with it. Now Bobby's like, Wanda. Oh. I, I, oh my god, Nick calls me every time. 
Nick, you're on sibling rivalry. Nick only calls me when I'm in a meeting or doing a thing. You want to say anything to, to Monet, Nick? No, you're in the middle of something. I'll just get off the phone. Oh, my God, Nick, don't you try <laughs> to pull a, a, a guilt trip from me. I'll, I'll call you after this. All right, bye. We went. Nick, uh, we Nick, went. We, we went out for Nick's birthday yesterday, and Nick. Um, I know. I'm. I'm so sorry. All the make places. It. We so we're also friends with Mateo Lane. You guys all know this, and Mateo is very Italian. Mateo is very proud of his Italian heritage, and Mateo will, will not will not let us forget it in any conversations. Forty nine times that he's Italian. That being said, Nick wanted to go to Olive Garden for his birthday, and Mateo was like. No, I will not go to Olive Garden. He's he like, it is, I will not disgrace my Italian heritage by eating at Olive Garden. Needless to say, it was Nick Short, so we went to Olive Garden, and Matteo literally complained from the time we met outside until we got into our Ubers to go home. And uh, Matteo said he was very upset with you, Monet, because apparently Monet did not order any food. Apparently Monet sat there, had like two drinks, and that was Monet's contribution. And, and, and Matteo's sitting here eat, eating lasagna, and Monet's like, I'll just have an extra ice in my water. I'm feeling That's bad not true. Any, anyone who likes Olive Garden knows where, where, where Olive Garden shines is with their unlimited soup and salad, bitch. I had I had me the um, Zuppe Toscana, and I had the chicken and gnocchi soup, and I also had um, uh, and then I ordered the lasagna your fritters for the table. I had one fritter, and then I also I got fritter, um, please. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. Uh, but I will say the menu at Olive Garden is not very diverse. But you know what is diverse? What well, <laughs> I was trying to ask you if the cast of One Division was diverse, but we somehow oh. got completely Nick called. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I do. That, that that is our we we both did a well actually we we both had great segues but Nick interrupted mine and I interrupted Monet's. So. <laughs> 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 I'm in a very good mood. I miss you very much. I want to say that by the way, I, I miss you very much. Let's just start with me saying that I'm going to be very nice. Tell you that I miss you very very much. You I know miss that? you very much too, Bob. It's been a long. I the last time I saw you was October September. The last time I saw you was September, bitch. Oh my god! Oh my god! But also because we 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 talk to each other four or five six times a week, um, it, it feels like a little bit less time. But once I see you again, it's gonna be uh, popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. You know what I mean? Oh my god, you're obsessed! I can't. You you literally can't. And I'm stop gonna argue with it. I'm gonna argue with you because this nigga is a toxic bitch. Uh, God. Um, anyway, you guessed it. Today we're talking about diversity. Um, what are your experiences with diversity in life, Roberta? Well, I think a lot of times when you are a black person or a person of color or a marginalized person in any regards, uh, you're often referred to as some sort of a diversity hire. Um, people like to invalidate your success by saying it's because you're black or saying because they're trying to reach some sort of a diversity quota. A lot of people were saying that about you and and me when we won a drag race. Folks were like, "Oh, they just didn't want Trinity to win because all the other girls were white." They 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 chose they without acknowledging that you just did a good job on the show. But people like to invalidate your achievements. Um, because of your blackness and say that you're some sort of a diversity hire, basically. Well, I know, and uh, so before drag, I, you know, I had a real job. Well, drag is a real job. I don't mean it like that, but I worked at like, um, I had like a regular, Dragger. regular, <laughs> schmegula nine to five job and, or in my case, 11 to seven. And, um, and I worked at the Yale Club of New York City. What was interesting about the Yale Club is that the entire which I guess is probably common at, at a lot of places. The entire like working staff, like the front desk, front desk manager, a housekeeping staff, uh, bellman, uh, restaurant worker, every single in every department, it was pretty di not pretty, very diverse. If more 
people of color than white folk, but all of the upper people, like human resources, the general manager, mm-hmm. all those people were all white. So, you know, diversity uh, uh, in my place of employment, the people I worked with were diverse, but the motherfucking, uh, the big wigs, the CEOs and shit, bitch, that's full of white folk. For some reason, in this moment right now, I cannot um, think of the original words for diversity hire. Like, the word is escaping me. No, it was like affirmative action. Thank you. Affirmative Um, action. Yeah, in college. So if you all don't know what affirmative... I I just kind of heard it through, like, uh, popular culture. Um, Affirmative action refers to a set of policies and practices within a government or organization seeking to increase the representation of particular groups based on their gender, race, sexuality, creed, or nationality in areas in which they are underrepresented, underrepresented, such as education and employment. So affirmative action was pretty big in the 90s. And um, I believe it was led by, like, Al Sharpton and and Jesse Jackson um, making sure that um, the issue was... Like, the government was almost exclusively white. Meanwhile, the constituents are not almost exclusively white. And especially in areas where, like, if you if, if it's if it's in Chicago, then obviously we need a black mayor. If it's, you know, or, or a lot or at least a lot of black people represented in um, government um, and in education, yeah. especially in terms of like people, you know, educating from your neighborhood. You want black people being educators in black neighborhoods because it can help people and they will be teaching from a different experience. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, so th- that so that that is like kind of like where. In my opinion, and I, again, I we need to definitely say this because we have people have been wild about us. Monet and I are not social scientists. Monet and I are not journalists. Monet and I are not. Um, we are just two friends talking but I'm about. I'm a fierce queen. <laughs> I may not be a social scientist. All right. <laughs> I may not be a social justice major, or even a journalist. But I am a fierce queen. Um, but we are just two friends having these discussions on our podcast. And you yeah. all are listening. But also, you are all completely, your opinions are completely valid. They're not facts. Neither are ours. But your opinions are completely valid. And what we also want to say is that on this podcast, we, just because we may, like, we're all allowed to have different opinions. That's why they call opinions. Your opinions can be yours, okay? Just because we may not share the same opinions on you about um, affirmative action or diversity, that doesn't invalidate ours. It doesn't invalidate yours. Like, we all have personal experiences which, which are informing our, our, um, our, our opinions. Opinions are like assholes. Mine is really tight. Um, and they're bleached. Um, <laughs> how do you think? We, I think we both agree with this. Drag race is a drag race itself is a super diverse uh, reality competition show. As someone who is now watching Survivor, and I'm gonna say it again. I know you get. It, I'm, I'm gonna say it about Survivor. Survivor is a reality competition <laughs> show that is not very diverse. In every cast, in every season that I have watched, and I've watched there are forty of them. I watch almost all of them at this point. There's maybe one or maybe two black people and one Asian person or two Latino people. Like, and, and, well, and they would never be in one season. I think drag race is racially diverse, but I don't think drag race is diverse outside of the um, gender expression. Yeah. Typically speaking, we've seen about two gender expressions on drag race. Three, we've seen um, trans women, a few of trans women. We've seen cis men and we've seen non-binary people and then now we're also seeing um 
uh, a trans man as well. Um, yeah. And a lot, a, there's also a lot of um, uh, discussion about the uh, trans uh, contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race. There's also been a lot of information spread about some of the trans contestants that is not true. Um, right. And it's not for me to say those people's business. And some of them have spoken out publicly. There have been uh, rumors that uh, Drag Race forced some trans women to go off of hormones, which I know that the, uh, the two of the girls I've spoken to were like, that is, that's not true. Or that Drag yeah. Race forced them to dress like men on the show. And I know that one of the girls who that who has that accusation uh, against her was like, that's that's not true. They never forced me to dress like anything. I also did not think I was dressing like a man. I was just dressing to be comfortable. That was something that people were putting on me. I never thought I looked like a man. I never thought I was a man. I never. I did not think I was presenting as a man. But I do think that Drag Race uh, hires significantly less um, open trans people um, than non-binary and cis people. And I mean trans-binary, I mean specifically trans women. Um, and there's... Um, there there's no t- cis women to our knowledge who have ever competed on drag race outside yeah. of um, celebrity going back to the racial thing you know i spoken to a couple of seasons girls and they've talked about how like on the vans because because uh, when we leave set vans take you back to the hotel and uh, there's normally there's typically two vans because yes they're 15 passengers of vans but ain't nobody trying to sit one literally next to each other one on top of each other that's annoying and so they, they, they provide two vans and obviously as y'all got cast, two vans must be nice bitch you got two vans wish you're I was, such a liar you got wish two. i was on vh1 wish i was on vh1 <laughs> ask cam and naomi bitch we had one van did y'all really you gagging I am. Like, you know, y'all, y'all never had the struggle of being on logo. <laughs> <laughs> but shit was you know, tough. Girls that talked, people talked about how like the vans would be, uh, and again, no one is making them do this. But I think like the vans would be separate. Like the white queens would, because each season of Drag Race, more or less, is about 50 percent white folk and fifty percent people of color. And there's, and I've heard from these are eyewitness accounts from girls saying that they just choose to ride the van with the people that look like them. Like all the white queens will ride in one van, and and again, not exclusively every single time, but most of the time, all the white queens would gel and really ride in one van together, and the queens of color would ride in a separate van together. I mean, we were all we were all in one van, so we didn't have that experience. And a lot of us were, I mean, who did I bond with? Obviously, Kim and Naomi, um, Thorgy, uh, Betty. So maybe my cast was just living in a post-racial world. <laughs> yeah, because you guys don't see color. But um, but I, my, my my experience wasn't like that. But I do think, but in life, in situations like in college, like I, all of my friends, um, all the all the black kids, like we just hung out together. And I, I went to Westminster. Westminster is a very white school. We maybe I could maybe count ten black on a campus of about four hundred people. I could maybe count maybe. 15, 20 black people, and the majority of my your friends, college had four hundred people in it. Four about four fifty, yeah. Bitch, that is a building in Harlem. <laughs> there have been more people in industry at any given time, which is a gay bar in New York City, <laughs> than there were at your college. That is wild to me. <laughs> 
So, you know, and, and, and I, I, so I don't think the girls are segregated themselves, but you just tend to hang out with people that you can, that get your little inside jokes. Like Bob and I, we're, again, we, we, we are best friends. We could be also, uh, yeah, I just think you just, you just hang out with people that, that, that have, that share your experiences and that will get your inside jokes and, and culturally understand where you're going through. Like at Jekyll and Hyde, did you hang out with all the white people at work? Were there any black people, black people at your work? Yeah, there are, there are black people, uh, Leota, um, D-Train, Lamar. Oh my God, I cannot really remember all these people's names, girl. I was, I worked at Jekyll Hyde, like, oh, I, I'd be forgetting, i forget people's names real fast, girl. Um, you know what I'm saying, uh, Monica? Um, no, I, um, the, we, we definitely hung out, the, the black people, I, I will say this, in my life, I tend to gravitate toward queer people and gravitate toward black people because we have a shared experience. I do not have a lot of, or any straight guy friends maybe like the showrunner for we're here but we don't hang out like i like peter oh, lagreco who's the showrunner for we're here but we're not like we're not buddies you know what i, mean? have, I don't call I, him I, when I, i'm I, bored and lonely i have like about four i have like about four straight guy friends that i if i don't where do you even I, I don't, know I'm them really, from from high school from other meetings that i've had with like friends like a big circle of friends and you are Sometimes they have straight people upon them too. I, I have straight friends. You don't, you don't have straight male. You don't have any. You don't have any straight male friends. Literally not one. That you text occasionally, like, hey girl. No, the only straight guys, the only straight people I know are trans. God and, and my family members. I I'm trying to think really hard. Well, Jose, so- uh, 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 that that guy, your your, your friend, Jaime, Jaime, hey, Jaime, straight. Oh, Jaime. Yeah, okay. I will say this. Jaime, my old my old friend from college, who I text once a month, is straight. And we do not text very He's an old friend from college. And sometimes I would text back and forth with uh, Danny Benstock. But it's really rare. Like, Danny Benstock, who was in Angels in America, um, the one straight guy in Angels. Uh, uh, sometimes, I, I know some straight ladies. I know like some straight women, some oh, straight yeah. cis women. I know a lot of straight women. I know a lot of straight cis women, yeah. But like I don't really have any straight cisgendered men in my life who aren't related to me. Um, and even those I guys, think... I don't call and text very often. <laughs> even the ones related <laughs> to me. My father has not heard from me in a minute, and I'm gonna keep it that way. <laughs> um, in terms of our fans, like our collective fans, and I, I, I want to say us separately too. I think that our fans are pretty diverse. When you say, I think that more than many queens, um, well, I guess more than many white queens. Like, like I think not a lot of black queens. We probably have similar fans with them, but like a lot of our fans are black women. I want to say, do you agree? Yeah, with that? a lot of black women. A lot of black women do follow us. Um, I I do not dare say that our uh, fan base is majority black women. Oh no I no think no that no! A no, part no of, I don't think so. Either. A part. I, I do think there are more black women in our fan base than probably in Gigi Goods. You know what I mean? Or probably in um, <laughs> Aquarius. Um, but yeah. also, but but probably not more than Trixie. Trix, there are some black girls who love Trixie. That be gagging yeah. me. Why? Also, why does like, that? Why does like that gag Trix- you? Also, I, like, I will say this: when whenever me and Kim have a like a, do a show together, which is very rare these days, we have our meet and greet lines. If there's like a black girl in Kim's line, I'd be like, "This bitch really going over there and say hey to Kim." <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes if Kim sees an Asian person in my line, she'd be like, "That Asian bitch is really about to go say hey to Bob." This is some bullshit. <laughs> 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 this 
Asian bitch is really about to say, about to go hug Bob. That's some, that is some bull. Well, I will shit. say, I mean, obviously I was in um, in, um Asian countries, but uh, the Asian fans were in uh, in Japan and Korean stuff. They Aquarius had a lot, like lots of like really big Asian fans too. Like they, uh, but, but Aquarius also does like a lot of like she knew like a lots of lots of Japanese references. She like wore like Japanese referential uh, characters for her, the meet and greet and stuff. So I think Aquarius is, I guess, well versed in 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 lots of Asian cultures. Yeah, that, that scans. Here's a question I have for you. How do you think... I, I feel like over at our Patreon, although I'm, I'm sure there are mostly white guys over there, we do have a lot of uh, people of color in our Patreon, which I absolutely love. Also, if you're one of the people of color in our Patreon, sound off right now in the Patreon chat. Like, what's good? Yeah. Let's make our voices heard. How do... Uh, what do you... Do you think we've done something to create a diverse space besides just being black and talking about our own culture? Like, how do you create diverse spaces? Yeah, I don't think that you and I have done something specific. I mean, I guess if you, if you want to call specific the way that you and I choose to speak and vocalize things and speak out about injustices and stuff, I think that white people that follow us, not all, but probably the majority are like are committed to um to to fighting for black causes and fighting for equality and racial injustices as well. So I think that when white people hear that stuff, they're like, "These are people that have similar some abuse in mind." That 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 is my whole qualm with Drag Race. I feel like a lot of the fans, a um like not all again, not all, but the majority of the fans. Sorry, drag them, don't... drag them. May <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they don't identify with people of color often and like trans folk is that is that they don't they don't have those people in their lives i feel like a lot of the white they don't see themselves in them yeah they probably the the white people that follow us they probably have lots of black friends and uh and queer friends if they're if they're straight whatever so i think that you just our fans that follow us see a little bit of us in their friends or their family maybe what is the question what do you think about people who accuse you and me of not hanging out with black people the people, there are people. One time I saw coming, I was like, "Bob Monet are the only black people they know," and I was like, "Well, that's that's just not true." But um, really, I don't see people uh, say that about really. I don't see it. I, I don't see it a lot, to be honest. But I have seen it before. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that I I I think that for especially when they, I think that those people, people of color, who's the well, black people, I I have seen like once or twice as well, but with like a black person, I think that there's yeah, I don't see any white people saying it. White folks yeah. are. I've never had any white folks say it to me. Yeah, I think that they're watching us on VH1 on this uh, on in in their opinion a um a white TV network with on this um in their opinion white drag show and then um and I don't I honestly don't know where that comes from because I mean I that's just so weird to me I don't can I don't you post. name three black people who aren't Bob the drag queen right now. <laughs> 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 but yeah i don't i don't know where that comes from where do you think that comes from i don't know to be honest maybe it's because they see us with like jacob or they'll see us with mitch or they'll see us with mateo and but maybe they're not seeing us with all of our black friends that's all, all your friends that's all that's all that's all that's all your friends all right, I'll, I'll, I'll let mateo know you're not his friend i'll make sure mateo knows I'm that not. very well i'll uh, uh, Jake, I'm sure Jacob knows now. Jacob knows. Even <laughs> even though you went to Nick's birthday, you weren't his friend. <laughs> even though you yeah, confirmed I, I, I earlier was, in the I was, podcast. I, I was a prisoner. I, I sat there the whole time like this. <laughs> um, but maybe they don't see you 
hanging out with people of color or they're not seeking out that content. So for whatever reason, they think that we don't have black friends, which is really interesting to me. I think that for me, because I have a, a, a white boyfriend, there is a stigma that comes along with that. A lot of people are like, well, Bob doesn't have a, a black boyfriend, so he only knows white people, which doesn't really add up completely, to be honest, but maybe that's where they're coming from. Yeah, I do. I I, I do see you come for that. So there was a comment recently. Someone posted, they were like, this lip sync was so white, even Bob would date it. Something like that. And I was like, well, Jacob is white, but Ezra is uh is white and Mexican, right? Or Me- Mexican? Yeah, Ezra's, Me- Ezra's Mexican, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Ezra is Mexican, Jacob is white, um, but maybe there are some people who think that Ezra is, um, is, is uh, white presenting, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. To me, he looks Mexican, but that's also just, you know. What do what I I'm look saying. like to you? To me, you look black. You look like a nigga. Do I look St. Lucian? Do I look like, do I look West Indian to you? Because guys, I feel like this is, as a black person, I feel like you can look at different black people and you can tell, not all the time 100% be accurate, but you can tell this where is problematic. No, it's not <laughs> I'm, problematic. I'm, I'm, you can I'm tell kidding. like where they're from. Problematic. <laughs> Like you walk in Brooklyn, you be like that. You you walk throughout Brooklyn, you you be like that nigga. That nigga family is from the West Indies. Like they like West Indians have a look to them. Well, I what well, West Indians are Africans. Like I know, West but Indians they look are, specifically like they're from Barbados, or St. Lucia, or Jamaica. I feel like those yeah, black folks have a look. I mean, like, I think. That's why, but I will say this. I know that in um, I, I don't know much about the 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 Bahamas, the Caribbeans, and the West Indies, but I do know that um, for example, like people who are from Kenya versus people from like Ethiopians tend to be a little more light skinned They have bigger eyes. They have right. uh, more fine more fine hair. Um, then you have um, people who are Kenyan who tend to be taller and skinnier and darker skinned and have a uh, very very kinky hair. And then you have um, Egyptians who there are black Egyptians. Some Egyptians are brown and some Egyptians are black, um, who tend to also be a little more light skinned. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think there's definitely a um, people definitely black people specifically from Africa tend to look, and I think that most West Indians, people, Bahamians, Bahamians, what is that? Uh, and Americans who are of Africa who are of African descent tend to have some variation of West African in their blood. What I was saying, and also in like in like style of dress, like you look, you you take out, you take a you take a, a a nigga from Georgia, a nigga from New York, a nigga from California, a nigga from um uh, St. Louis, like these people, all these black people look and dress very super nigga, <laughs> and roll them up and make super nigga. <laughs> by, by our of making combined. every white person in the world feel bad about themselves. <laughs> By your powers combined, I am super nigger. <laughs> not nigger, not the en, not Monet with the er on the end. Damn, the massa really jumped out, Monet. The massa not really the massa. jumped out of you there. Like I love, like I. This I, is the most problematic the way- episode we've ever we've ever recorded. I just love the way niggas from New York dress. Like when I see like a hood dude from New York, I'm just like, that is so hot to me. It's like, mm. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like they wear like their fresh Tims, the bubble coat, a little fitted. Like, so that's what in the 19, what, what in the 2002 are you describing? 
Well, Bob, you do you just, not live in New York? Bubble. Oh my God, New Yorkers, please sound off below. That's how, nigga. Yeah, you can still dress like that, but still make it 2021. Yeah, your jeans ain't that baggy anymore. They're a little more fitted, but they're still off your ass a little bit. You still went for a Monet's chin. like, there's you something about a seeing a nigga. Monet's like, there's something about seeing a nigga in like some Fubu pants and <laughs> some Echo. Oh it's something about seeing a nigga like an Echo, like a Mark Echo shirt with a bubble coat. Clearly, something about seeing a nigga. You clearly don't something know. Something about seeing a nigga with with, with some Allen Iversons on. <laughs> you clearly, you clearly don't know New York fashion because niggas still dress like that today. Wearing and a with pair of Allen Iversons, wearing some uh, Air Force Ones. Mm-mm-mm-mm. This nigga, this this motherfucker left New York City in less than seven months ago, and he acting like he 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 never walked down 125th or walked around um, in your fucking neighborhood uptown and see dudes Dominican That's Puerto Ricans. They did not. They like did that. not dress like that yes, in my neighborhood. They I do. Money, speak for your neighborhood, bitch. Speak for your neighborhood. But on 162, they didn't dress like that. Okay? How did they dress They then? didn't dress how did like they dress? that. How did they dress? Describe describe how they dress up there then. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I listening. Think, oh, my. Wow. You are really being very aggressive, Monet. You're very. <laughs> oh, oh, oh very so, 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 so because right I was, so, because, so because I'm black, I'm aggressive. <laughs> so because I'm black, I'm aggressive. Got it. Okay. Well, also in in my neighborhood, I will say this: in my neighborhood, um, a lot of people were hanging out by their house, so they weren't getting dressed up. So you would see niggas in like some sweatpants, a lot of sweatpants, lots of sweatpants. I would see lots of Jordans. I would see the occasional Tims. I did not see a lot of guys. Maybe it's a Brooklyn thing. Maybe it's not a Heights thing. I saw. I would see the occasional pair of Tims. Um, I would see uh, shirts with like a logo in the middle. That seems very popular in my neighborhood. And like no a bubble coat. Not a lot of. Bu- I mean, maybe money. I had a bubble coat, but it's not like I was dressing up from New York. I yeah. I I own a bubble coat now. I currently own a bubble coat. I don't. I don't but know that it was my New York, York City dress. Listen, all I'm saying is, if I was describing the way we dressed in Atlanta in 2004, being like something about like a nigga wearing a tall tee, like, <laughs> well, that's different. That's just lots- worst of all. But also, also southern, southern niggas, y'all, y'all are corny as hell. Y'all don't know how to dress. We know how to dress in the north, baby. Wow, y'all hear that? Everyone in the south, the Monet just yes, came for your throat and said, "Don't know how to dress." Wow. And sound off below if you if if, if can y'all please sound off below who got more fashion sense? Do niggas from New York and like up here or or, or, or niggas from Georgia? Please sound off below. I cannot wait to hear what people have to say. Please sound off. Okay, below. first of all, I'm not here to com- I'm not here to try to compete with who's fashion. You're you're having an argument by yourself. No one said people from New York can't dress. <laughs> you are fighting alone. No one is even fighting you on this. Also, Georgia as a right, Georgia has a lot of different in the South in general has lots of different fashion styles. Um, you have people who are a lot more eclectic. For example, Andre three thousand really inspired a whole movement of people in the South, cisgendered, straight black guys to dress very interestingly, uh, to say the least. And then also, are dreads really still huge in New York? Dreads were massive in um, in in New York City for a while, for in Georgia for a while. Mm. Yeah, is, 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 is that why you did it? You, you, were, you, you, were trying to, you were trying to follow a little trend? Is that why you had your little dreads in, honey? Well, I was, and it was very trendy. I mean, I, I when I had my dreads, I remember I got dreads because my because my because my father had dreads, and I wanted dreads, so I always thought the dreads were kind of cool. Um, but when I got dreads, I was I was all right. Very don't try cutting. to vilify me that by you 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 know when you and I throw well, our so parents in the in the conversation. So you don't that want me to, that we try to you don't have a connection to my father. 
you don't even have a connection to my father because my father left us. My father did not leave us, just to be clear. We left him. Um, that <laughs> well, nigga didn't when, leave well, us, we left well, him. Well, when my mom left me, I win, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get dressed because my dad had dressed. And I was, anyway, once I got them, I was like, I just love dreads. Like, they're so great. And it was really yeah. popular. Lil, I think Lil Wayne was growing his, was growing his dreads at the time, which by his dreads was taking a hard left. Girl, he looks well. Lil Wayne looks like he is he is decaying from the inside out. He looks crazy. I think think there's a certain time where you have a certain amount of money and prestige that you just don't care how you look anymore and or how you come off anymore. Is that the word you're gonna lose? Prestige in the hip hop community, Lil Wayne has a lot of prestige. He does. That's undeniable. In the hip hop community, Lil Wayne has a massive amount of prestige, which is why uh, at one point Nikki called herself the female Wheezy. I do think that Lil Wayne is incredibly problematic, and because of the amount of prestige he has amassed over the years, he feels like he can support Trump. He can say he doesn't know what Black Lives Matter is. He can um, he like he has a lot. He's also done a lot of uh, transgressions against the black community, in my humble Girl. opinion. Um, Saying but I that think Black that be- Lives Matter doesn't exist and how Black Lives Matter is a thing. He's like, man, look at me. Look, look, look at all my money. Of course, my Black Lives Matter, me. Ew. Yeah, I, I, I want to be clear. I'm not supporting Lil Wayne. All I'm saying is that Lil Wayne is respected in the hip hop community, and he is. He's very respected in the hip hop community. So what Which you're I saying just is can't that, black- that when, once everyone heard Lil Wayne say, "I don't know what no Black Lives Matter is," how every black person wasn't like, girl, girl. Um, I guess what we're, the point we're trying to make also, I guess not just black folk, but in terms of our like fashions and like our cultural heritages, black people are pretty diverse on our own. Do you, would, would you say that white folk have a pretty diverse culture? Well, okay, sorry. Well, white uh, Americans, white Americans. I would say Black Americans have a very eclectic and rich culture. Whereas I feel like that's where that's where white people get so angry because they're like, "Well, why can't we have this?" Because they feel like they don't have anything, culturally speaking. There's 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 uh, hot dogs. Let's you know. I'll talk about white people. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I know that this may sound like a ridiculous problem, but it is a problem I have nonetheless. And that is finding the perfect nude shoe. Did you know they got white girl nude? They have Latina nude. They got, you know, a black girl nude. And sometimes a black girl may wear a Latina nude because it just worked through the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have those problems with Busy because they have something extra that makes your choice easier. Busy stands out by having something all the other hard cells so don't miss thing. Antioxidant vitamin C's. Delicious. Extracted from the acerola cherry, a superfruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. I don't know mathematics, but that's a lot. There are plenty of hard seltzers to choose from, but with four bold and refreshing natural flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes that choice a little easier and it's a lot tastier. You can have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate. I personally love the pineapple mango flavor. Y'all know because I'm an island bitch. 
It's great by itself, but it's also amazing in cocktails. Fizzy is refreshing, it tastes great, and it never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants into the mix. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating and delicious and tastier than the last. Upgrade your hard seltzer with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com. Must be 21 and over to purchase. So, you know, white culture, which is an interesting phrase in and of itself, it, the right. term white culture sounds aggressive and I don't want to be, I don't want anything to do with it. Like white, <laughs> and also I don't think there's like, I mean, there's not white culture because like not, there's yeah. Jewish culture, there's Irish right. culture, but like to encompass whiteness and say this is white culture doesn't. I don't even understand what that means. That doesn't make sense to me. What is white culture? This is why I feel that white Americans get so angry because when we say that you can't say this, you can't do this thing, and it's like, well, black people did well. Black people, we are a different story, baby. You were, we were rich from where we were and brought here, so we had to make a culture as black people. But white people never had to do that. So I think that that's why, me, I think that is the crux of why white Americans be so angry. I really do. Let me... Let me tell white folks this. When we say you can't say this or you can't do this, that is a very, it's not a rule, but it is a suggestion you should listen to. Let me tell you right now. When we tell you you can't say the N-word, bitch, we are helping you. Yeah, you can say it if the fuck you want to. Phil, you know what? Say it. Say it, bitch. Disregard the advice and go ahead and say it. Go into work. You know how you know you know you should be saying it because Jacob, I... Jacob, say it. Jacob, say it right now, Jacob. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if I sit, I'll put it to you this way. If I sent a video of you saying it to your boss and you could get fired, then maybe you shouldn't say it. Then maybe you know? you're not really proud to say it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So whenever we yeah. tell you, of course, you are perfectly free to say whatever the fuck you want to say. But we are giving you some really good advice that we think you should heed is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, you know, and Bob gave me this, this little tool and it has literally helped me out many times. If you are around, oh. this is for black people or white people. If you are around a white person saying it, just pull your phone out and record them. A, it will stop immediately. B, if they don't stop, post it. You're, uh, and whatever, let the chips fall where they may. Like, my whole thing is, like, if someone does something transgressive in a bad way and then ask you not to tell anyone they said it, that is a red flag. That is a huge, huge red flag. Like, there is something—that person is asking you to be aggressed, and and they're asking you to not do anything anything about it. They want you to just sit there and take it. That is a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, I mean, going, going back a little bit this past summer in summer 2020, we saw with the, with the really, really, really huge uprising of the Black Lives Matter movement, so many companies were committed to diversity and more inclusion. And again, Bob and I don't work for corporate America. We don't work in everyday jobs. We are our own bosses, our own employees. So we choose to have our spaces um, as diverse as we can. Um, but uh, for people who work in bigger corporations or whatever, I'm really interested to see if you, and you guys can comment this below as well. Have you seen more diversity at work 
or at uh, your whatever it is you're doing that was a predominantly white space before? Do you see more diversity after June or was it a lot like a lot of lip service? Because I feel like we talked about wokeness and virtue, virtue signaling. I think a lot of people just did it to say it. But did they actually now we're almost a year later. Have these places actually t- taken the steps to make their spaces more diverse and inclusory? In inclusory, inclusive. <laughs> inclusive, Monet. The word is inclusive. Inclu- oh, New York public si- public school. Oh, New York public school system. <laughs> but we, but we know what. But we look nice. We look nice when we went to school. Look nice and sound dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, PS PS one fifteen is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, PS one ninety eight. Thank you very much. Uh, Mar- Morrow Middle School. What's good? Yeah, why do you? Yeah. Wonder, why does New York? Why does New York use the numbers? I I don't I don't because you have know so why many schools. Numbers. But but also I found out the schools with numbers also have names. I didn't know that they have numbers. And, have some of them name. have numbers. Some of them have numbers and names, but people don't know about the names. So for example, I found out like uh like when I moved to New York City, I found out the avenue the Avenue Six was Avenue of America. People just call it Avenue Six. A lot of these schools that have numbers also have names, and people don't even know the names of the schools they go to. They just call them public school, and maybe there's a chance they call them that because there are just so many schools they can't name them. Like we ain't naming these motherfuckers. What, what's your school? No. One, two, three, four, and five, and six. Minus PS. Oh my God! Can I read those? There, there, there's some facts about my school. PS one ninety eight. There is no. What is Jacob showing us? What is this? The names of the schools. Oh wow! All okay, these schools have names. Oh my god! I want to read. I want to read some. <laughs> okay, PS one my my elementary school. They are four out wait, of wait, ten. Wait, 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 wait! Does your school have a name? Does it have a no, name? No, there's no name. It's it's just one ninety eight. No name. Got it. Because because uh, we're looking but, at this. A lot of them have names. A few of them don't. But most of them have names. But I bet no one you. Which is so weird to me that no one uses the names of these schools. That's so weird to me. Um, so here's some facts about my elementary school. We are four out of 10 in academics. We are three out of 10 in, 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 in test scores. That is terrible. We have a 32%. That's not bad. You're in, you're in the top, you're in the top three percentile. No, it's not top. It's not doing like that. It's like saying out of 10, we rank three. Like oh, you 10, mean I if the score, the if the score is 10, you made a three. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought it was like top three. <laughs> No, bitch. We are 32% in math proficiency and 31% out of 100% in English. The average is 46 for English and the average is 50 for math. Girl, PS198 is really fucking kids up over there. Mm-mm. I don't even want to read any statistics <laughs> about, about Morrow High School. Like, the shit that this... First of all, a year after I graduated, my school lost its accreditation. Gag, not lost it. Um, in my time at the school, uh, two or three teachers were fired for abuse of children. One woman beat a girl up because she fucked her man. Another teacher Shut was fired up. for fucking. Yep. Another stu- another teacher was fired for fucking a student. Oh my god! Yes, ma'am. Um, I I will say if you go to the school and look up notable alumni, I am listed. <laughs> Same. You're not the only one, bitch. Um, and also, so was a, a Michael Graves, who was a rapper known as Michael Montana, who used to live in my neighborhood. Michael Montana was this little kid who, like, he was not little. He was very, he was actually very tall for someone so young. He was probably, like, two years younger than me. But he, I think he must be, like, six foot six now. He's really, really tall. 
I'm about to say, what? says the bitch that was 6'2 in seventh grade. Yeah, but but my, but Michael Graves was even tall. Anyway, years later, I found out that he was like a rapper, like a SoundCloud rapper named Michael Montana, and he was like a. And we literally like grew up together. Now he's like some. Is I don't know good? if he's still popping. I don't. To be honest, I never listened to his music. But if y'all want to check him out, wow. it's M Y K K O Montana, Michael Montana. So maybe he's still making music. He he was uh, friends with Walk a Flock of Flame, who is also oh from Flame County. Bitch, can I tell you? Not um. Oh my God, Dewan, uh, one one of one of my best friends is black. Um, Dewan sent me <laughs> this it. link, bitch, from my from my college from Westminster. This guy who was the who was the I forget what what, what we call them now. I've been out of the fraternity for so long, but he was like the top person in our fraternity in our chapter, Ro Kappa. He his name is Ricky Valle, Ricardo Valle. Bitch, he got arrested mm-hmm. this year. For 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 sleeping with students. Oh, you told me about this. You told me about this. It's so crazy seeing like because Ricky, everyone loved Ricky. Ricky was so. You better put Ricky's entire name out in the world. You better spill the full fantasy. It's public knowledge, but it was just so egregious and. It was it was so egregious and so gross, and I cannot imagine. This is why I'm so afraid to have kids, like. I don't know what I would do if my daughter or my son, I found out that one of their teachers was having sex with them and making them perform sexual. Like, bitch, I would go to jail. I would fucking kill somebody. Well, the even crazier thing is some people's kids end up becoming the offenders. Right. Because they that's they like, it happened to them. So they that think, guy yeah. is someone's child in something in his life or his psyche or whatever it is. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist. So I don't know what goes on in the psyche, in the psyche of a, uh, of, of, a of a pedophile, yeah. <laughs> of a pedophile. But like, how do you know you didn't raise that right. person? Yeah. That's so, that's so tricky. That's so tricky. And everyone's like, oh my, my son won't never do that. Bitch. That's not up to you. That's not up to you. That ain't none of And maybe his mom probably said the same thing. My son would never. Bitch, cut to 20 years, 25 years, whatever it is. Look at him. Now he is bitch. And he did it in, 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 in California. And then he left the school in 2016 and to go to like doctorate school in Texas. And bitch, just this, this year, or last year, whatever, 2020, bitch, they found his ass in Texas. Now he is under the jail. And I'm like, serves his ass the fuck right. I mean, I have a strong feeling Jeffrey Dahmer's parents didn't think they were raising a cannibal. You know what I mean? Don't right, do it, Monet. Don't right. do that. Don't do it. I, I know what well, you're I'm thinking. Don't do it. Don't do I it. Wanna... Don't do it, Monet. But you... Don't do it. Monet, don't do you it. Like Monet, little... leave it alone. <laughs> Monet, leave it alone. Y'all if watching just... at home? You know, if you're watching out, you can see what Monet's doing. If you're listening, Monet, do not. You know what? Do whatever you want to your body to make you feel good by yourself. But call call your friend. She devil. That's a slippery slope. That's a slippery slope. Oh, my God. You are... Oh, my God. This is too much. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bob, okay. What would you gag if I just came Not back Not Jacob holding day. his mouth open. <laughs> would you come back if we did a podcast one day? I fully have a whole bandaged nose moment, and, like, I get my shit done. Would you gag? I want to tell you right now, I support people, and I want to be clear about what I'm saying because it sounds like I'm not an advocate for people uh, having plastic surgery. I am a huge advocate for doing whatever to your body that you want to. 
I just know that from um, experience with friends and from documentaries and stuff that sometimes rhinoplasties can just turn left real hard, real I fast. Oh, yeah. Why, and, why and, is rhinoplasty and, so hairy? And apparently fixing a rhinoplasty is even harder than getting the first one, apparently. Because there's less to work with or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is, but like that shit can go wild, wild. I've had friends that have like had like, like, oh my God, do that again. Let me see. That's not cute. That's not not cute. (laughs) (laughs) See that? I don't want to end up with the pig nose. That's what I don't want either. I just want, I want like a little, see this little butt, this little groove here, like right. I want this to come in a little bit. Monet, I'm just going to say one more time, do what you want to do with your body and I support you. I think that your face looks really beautiful the way it is right now. I think that you look really handsome out of drag, really beautiful in drag. And I think that your nose is a big contributing factor to all those things. However, if you would like to get something done to your nose to make you feel more comfortable in your skin, I will support you. I will be there. I will travel and I will hang out with you while you heal. I want to I quickly say that I am very grateful for our Patreon family. Have you seen the, uh, the, the sibling rivalry bingo? Yes, I did. That shit is Mona. so funny. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and it and it says uh it, it basically says um well, my my favorite one is um uh take a stamp whenever Monet uh talks about Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you gonna read it or should I read it? Wait, so who is Oh, this is yeah, long. Here we go. Hey guys, I'm a fan of both of you and have been part of the Patreon family for a while now. However, I think it's important for me to express some of my opinions on the level of cultural appropriation that exists from black Westerners toward African or Caribbean culture. None of you identify as being African. Well, that's not true. Um, Nor live or have lived in Africa. So how you believe somehow you are welcome to participate in the culture and where I find baffling. You both so eloquently discuss race and your lives, black experience, your lives, black experience, which is beautiful and really rare to see from people with your platforms. However, you seem to gloss over the fact that you both have delivered performative cultural appropriation of African wear with no understanding of what you were wearing as Monet expressed, not knowing whether she's wearing wax print or kente cloth. Bob numerous times declaring not knowing his roots or where he came from. And yet you are both judging Utica for being sensitive and respectful towards possibly appropriating black Afro hairstyles whilst you both whilst whilst you both bathe in your black Western privileges and appropriate and appropriate African culture with no care or true understanding of what you are participating in. You guys normally such you guys normally do such a great job on such topics, but listening to you guys going on about Utica these last few weeks have just baffled me. African or Caribbean doesn't just belong to black people because you share the same skin tone. There are truly lived cultural identifiers that belong to those who live in it and have lived in it. You have see you don't see them wearing kente cloth in the Caribbean just because they are a black rat racially dominated country. It's something that belongs specifically to African countries. Um, I have so many thoughts. I, I would like to say, say it. I mean, we can we have so much time. Maybe we'll do it either an exclusive or we'll talk about it another time. Um, however, it the power of coming for a skinny white twink and who it will upset. This is all. It transpired because we were like, wow, this Utica situation really is interesting. Girl, the, I don't even know. Is this person, do you know if this person um, is this person African? They are African. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll chat with them. 
Maybe we should chat with them. But I, um, well, I just want to say, A, I do identify as Caribbean. I lived there for 10 years of my life. And um, it, it, you saying that um, Caribbean people do not wear, what did he say at the end, Caribbean? Uh, Kente cloth. Um, they do not, they, they, they not necessarily wear Kente cloth, but Caribbean people definitely wear African prints and wax African fabrics. Like that is, so that is literally just not true. You literally just, our bitch, where the fuck is you from? Well, also, I mean, Kente cloth isn't from every part of Africa. There's, 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 there's a whole lot going on in here. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot to discuss here. We're, we're at the very top of the hour and we quite frankly don't have time to go all the way into all the things with this but i will say this your opinion is not invalid it doesn't make it correct yeah. it doesn't make it a fact but it is certainly your opinion and i also have stated several times on this podcast that i do identify as african i'm intrigued by the fact that people in america can be eighth generation italians living in new jersey and still call themselves italian yet somehow people who were ripped from their country against their will not given the option to go back can't identify as african that is inherently problematic and if you are engaging in behavior that says that black people can black americans cannot call themselves africans then you, then that in and of in and of itself is incredibly problematic and it is playing into the colonization of black people in america also, after Bob and I did that podcast, podcast about that, we had an overwhelming response from people, from African people, whether via be, be Twitter, our own patrons, on our other social media saying, yes, please, um, this, this, this fake news, um, a, a storyline that, that Africans do not accept Af um, uh, Amer African Americans is not true. We love you all. Please. Yes. Yeah, so. I don't know where I don't, again. Well, I don't know where you're from, where you live, but please, you inform yourself more. Well, that being just... that being said, that being said, we know that Africans are not a monolith. We know that right, Africans don't right, all think right. the same, and we and Monet and I know now there are lots of places in African culture and Africa where we are accepted. We just know we can't go to your house. A Utica will be there. Apparently, Utica <laughs> will be at your house. <laughs> but we're not welcome. Anyway, on that note, thank you all so much, and we'll see you next time. Girl, goodbye.